0: It's a cool show! Honeys,
1: welcome to 2019. Happy New Year! Thanks for listening to Natch Butte today. I have a few things I'd like to say up top. This is part two of my interview with Lena Metcalf, the physician assistant that I interviewed a couple weeks ago. We recorded this back then. So this is a little blast from the past, baby. So I have a few things I wanted to say up top. First is... We are now in January. January 2019 is here. That means Indie Beauty Expo is coming to Los Angeles. That's right. Indie Beauty Expo will be here on January 23rd from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. downtown L.A. at the California Market Center. And I am going to be running around doing my usual, which is talking to brand owners, getting samples, asking for free shit meeting all the beautiful, cool indie brand owners and, and all their cool products. And I'm also going to be recording some interviews with them for a special episode in Natch Butte. And if I run into any honeys, I'll definitely get y'all on the mic as well. So if you'd like to come to Indie Beauty Expo, I've done several episodes uh, on Natch Butte about it. So, if you want to listen to those, I'll link them on the episode guide today so you can get a taste about what exactly is Indie Beauty Expo. If you've been to any kind of beauty expo event, it's a lot more chill. The vibe is really cool. There's fresh flowers everywhere, there's not loud music, there's not loud teenagers everywhere. (laughs) It's a, it's a beautiful, chic event, and it's all about celebrating indie beauty, and there's a lot of fun vendors this year, and I'm excited to go and walk around. And I'm saying all this because Indie Beauty Expo gave a code out for the honeys. If you go on indiebeautyexpo.com and you type in the code NATCH20LA, that's natch C H two la That is going to give you 20% off of general admission tickets. Tickets are $45 with the code there at $36. So get excited for that. They also have a VIP ticket. Now with this VIP ticket, you get an entire giant tote bag full of products. So if you are into products, if you want to buy one of these bags and keep it for gifts all year for everybody in your life... Do you, honey? I see you, but my code only works for the general admission tickets. My honey's on a budge. Whatever you decide, I just hope I see the honeys there. It's going to be so fun. You will not regret it at all. Please come out and say what's up. Uh, Also, I want to say I got a mailer in the mail about Whole Foods this weekend, January 4th, Through the 6th, Whole Foods has 25% off all supplements. This is really exciting considering last week's episode when Dr. Nadia was telling us about some of the supplements she likes, I was like, well, I need to get a vegan omega, I need to get a magnesium, I need to get a trace mineral. So I'm going to go on today, January 4th, and get me a couple things. And I wanted to let the honeys know in case they wanted to as well. Because Whole Foods has probiotics, they have everything you could ever need. So Whole Foods is having 25% off all supplements January 4th, through the 6th, and Prime members will get an additional 10% off. So that's 35% off. If you want to get bougie with these supplements, this is the time. Okay, third thing on the docket, just in case you haven't heard the word, the good word yet, Nash Butte is now available ad-free on Stitcher Premium. So if you are a Stitcher Premium subscribing, honey, you can go ahead and roll over to Stitcher, check out Nash Butte ad-free, and Starting at the end of January, all episodes of Nat Butte that are older than six months old will be exclusively on Stitcher Premium, as well as bonus episodes and content, all ad-free. So the back catalog of Natch Butte will soon be locked behind the chamber of Stitcher Premium. So if you're interested in that, plus some ad-free apps, all ad-free apps and some bonus apps every month, this is what you're going to do. Go to StitcherPremium.com, use promo code STARBURNS, that's S-T-A-R-B-U rns lots of starburn shows are there as well and so many other podcasts so if you've been wanting to step up the pod game now's the time all episodes that are six months current as well as 10 of my faves will always be on itunes for y'all so don't stress this is just for my honeys that are tired of the ads and want a little sleek experience i see you sit your premium now has natch Butte. last thing i want to share with y'all I have some very exciting news. As you know, I'm an actor, and every once in a while, I'm lucky enough to get to play a part on TV or a movie or something, and there's an exciting role coming up on television, and I want all the honeys to tune in. I have gotten, <laughs> I've gotten a guarantee that I have not been cut out of the episode, so I will actually be seen speaking on television Friday, January 11th, so one week from today. It is the show Fresh Off the Boat, which is a very big hit show on ABC. The episode is titled You've Got a Girlfriend, so if you have a DVR, look for that episode. And most excitingly, I'm in the very first scene. So even if you're busy, you don't even have to watch the whole episode. But you should, because it's a great show. But I'm in the opening scene of Fresh Off the Boat on ABC, Friday, January 11th. And the most exciting part of all is that this episode was written by a honey. Shout out to Abby Caldwell. She's taken over Hollywood. She wrote this episode. She called me in for the audition and I got the job. So I'm so grateful to her as well as all the honeys for the support, all the LA entertainment industry honeys that listen to Nashville. Shout out to you. Thank you for helping me make my insurance. <laughs> so thank you to Abby. Also, this episode was directed by a woman, Elisa Statman. That's exciting. Uh, Fresh out of the boat is giving women voices in the TV industry. There were so many women on the set. It was a great set to work on. So thank Thank you to Abby, thank you to Elisa for having me, and thank you to Fresh Off the Boat. So that's all very exciting. And uh, I just want to say one more time that so many exciting things are coming up on Natch Butte for 2019. We're rapidly approaching the 100th episode, which is crazy. And I was just rolling some numbers. You know, we've only had five straight white men on Natch Butte? I think that is a podcast record. So you know we're always trying to find the new, exciting, fresh voices. I'm always trying to bring different content to y'all. So I'm very excited about Natch Butte and what is coming in 2019. And I just wanted to say thank you, as always, to all of the honeys for listening, subscribing, reviewing, telling your friends, and supporting Natch Butte. Thank you for creaming that neck. Let's roll into 2019.
0: You, ooh, you, ooh are a natural butte. You, you, ooh are a Natch Butte, Natch Butte. Match me, na 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 na, Match me, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. What's on match this week? Lying in bed next to my mound of serums. I'm just a host of a podcast and you're listening to my song. I'm a host of a podcast and you're listening to my song. Dream we... a neck, keep your fringe fresh. You're always sheet masking and sleeping. Subscribe and review it, we're going down, down in an early round. And honey, we're going down creaming I'll be your Natchy Butte if you do it. A number one pod subscribe and reviewing
1: Honeys, welcome to Natch Butte. It's your girl, Jackie J, the beauty talk shock chalk, the queen of creams, the host with the most serums. Welcome to part two of two with Lena Metcalf, the dermatology physician assistant at Facile Dermatology in Los Angeles. And if you listened to part one, we talked all things, injectables, treatments, fillers, dermatology. Welcome back, Lena. Thank you. (laughs) We have so much more to discuss, so I decided to keep you here for longer (laughs) against your will. Um, I have a, a letter opener to your back. You're not allowed to leave until we finish. And the reason you're here is just because I got so many questions. I mean, I always ask my honeys to send in questions, and I'm telling you, They sent me more questions than they've sent anybody.
2: That's amazing.
1: You got more questions than Jonathan Van Ness, okay? (laughs) Everybody has questions. Everybody has (laughs) questions. So why don't we just go through them and get started? Let's just dive in, baby. Amazing. So here's my favorite question I got. (laughs) And that says a lot because they came through. And I just want to say shout out to all the honeys. Thank you for the questions. Um, And they were all fantastic. I mean, better than I could have ever come up with. I'm nothing without my honeys. You give me wings, you lift me up. Was that Josh <laughs> Groban's song? It, that's about you no. raise me up. <laughs> Thank you, honeys. Um, And this is my my favorite question, I'll be honest. Okay, so first of all, you got a lot of questions about sebaceous filaments. A lot. But here's the one from Kristen. It says, I have large pores, and if I squeeze them, white stuff comes out of each and every pore. And it's fun, and I love it. But am I damaging my skin forever? I've tried chemical exfoliation, but nothing gets the gunk out like a good squeeze. (laughs) Now, the reason this is my favorite question is because I can relate. There's nothing I love more than a squeeze. And I know you're probably cringing (laughs) because that's like a no-no, but I'd like you to, you know, indulge me. (laughs) Should we be squeezing? Should we not? Uh, What's going on? Yeah,
2: that's a tough one for me, too, because even though I am a Derm PA, like I you
1: love a squeeze. I love a squeeze. Well, why, why, yeah, why else I'm would you tempted
2: too, so. Why else would you pursue this career
1: <laughs> if you didn't love a damn squeeze? I like Lena? little squeezes, not yeah. the big
2: squeezes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if, but, um, if we do
1: this, are we causing damage?
2: Not necessarily. Oh. So it depends okay. on what you're squeezing. Okay. So, like blackheads, I am okay with. Okay. Yeah, as long as you're not squeezing to the point that you're bleeding Mm -hmm. or just like being really tough on your skin, if you give it like a light squeeze out of the shower, tip like the nose areas, especially because we get blackheads there all the time, that's okay. Or if you have a specific comedone extractor tool that you use, just don't go nuts with it. What's that? Do Um, I need that?
1: Do I need one of those? What's that?
2: No. Okay. (laughs) But some people uh, do get comedone extractors. Just you know, check in with your dermatologist or your esthetician, bring your tools in with you, have them okay it. But a better, safer way, if you're nervous about damaging your skin, is just to go get a facial Mm -hmm. and have someone else extract for you. You're still going to have some inflammation. You're probably going to break out afterwards. But um, at least that way, you know, it's in a professional's hands. Um, Don't squeeze pimples though that's that's a big oh, no no mm. which uh i, I guilty your honor do yeah. myself yeah. so it's it's impossible i'm a true yeah. picker myself Well, when you see the little but... head
1: on there you gotta get him out <sighs> he's asking for it, you know
2: <laughs> <laughs> i
1: know but really <laughs> when they've got that little head on there i'm sorry he's gotta go okay i can't okay so if you don't pick it you're just supposed to yeah. let it
2: sit there? You're supposed to let it sit there. Okay, How so... How can you do that? If you need to pick it, which I, I get, get, like, two Q-tips mm-hmm. and just gently, you know, after you steam it with some, like, a, a hot compress, like a warm, wet towel... Let it come to a head and then use those little Q-tips. Don't use your nails. Don't right. use your fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only way you can do it unless you have someone do it for you. But, but, but then what do you do afterwards? Then you find a good spot treatment okay. and put that on, like clean it, wash it. You have it. one you like? Um, it depends on the type of acne spot. So if it's one of those whiteheads... Um, I do like the Malin and Getz sulfur spot treatment. Anything with sulfur in it. The is it Kate? Some, no, Mario Badescu has a good um, sulfur one. I know
1: that one where you dip you dip yes. the Q-tip in because it's two layer.
2: Exactly. That's OJ. My yeah.
1: mom used to have those. No way. Yeah, probably not the Mario Badescu yeah, one. Yeah, but.
2: but that's how the Malin and Getz one is too. Oh, so cute. anything with a little sulfur is gonna just suck that. Dry. Nice,
1: good to know. Yeah. I gotta get one of those then. Mm-hmm. I mean, but those are both cruelty free brands, so very fun oh, for awesome.
2: that. Okay,
1: this question is from Christy. What's the best type of vitamin C, water based or oil based? Are over the counter C serums any good? Do they work?
2: They do. I love vitamin C in the morning mm-hmm. before or after your sunscreen. Okay. So it like boosts your sunscreen potential. <gasps> Cute. Mm-hmm. And it protects you from free radicals, so like pollution and things like that. And it brightens your skin. So, um, a couple of my favorites are not to be biased just because Facile has it, but it's the Facile Easy C serum. The reason I love it is because it's very light, it doesn't feel heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, Um, And then the SkinCeuticals, CE Ferulic is really great. Drunk Elephant has a good one as Mm -hmm. well. Um, And then IS Clinical has some good ones. So it really doesn't matter if it's oil-based or water-based. It's about what the ingredients are. So the most uh, potent form of vitamin C is going to be a C with an E, and ferulic acid. So that's the most stable, potent type. So you're looking for those three ingredients.
1: And the ones you just mentioned, that's what they have? Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. No, that Drunk Elephant one, I just, I just hear it so fantastic all uh-huh.
2: the time. It's a little bit heavier than the other two I found because I've compared a lot of them. So if you're looking for something more moisturizing, go ahead and get the Drunk Elephant one. If you want something really light, if you're like me and you're acne prone, then the C from Facile is great. And you can use this while pregnant? Yes.
1: Okay, I, that's a question coming up, so I won't jump ahead. But it's oh, like yeah. a question about if when you're pregnant, what you can and can't do. Yes. And you're pregnant.
2: Yeah. There's another
1: person in here with us. So
2: yeah. It's I know it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited though, but he or she is only. 14 weeks old a right baby.
1: now. So. A, d- a baby, 10. baby. Yeah. This question is from Lisa. We've kind of talked about this uh, on the first half of the interview. To retinoid or not to retinoid, that is my question. I have ha- I have a prescription from my derm, but I heard recently that it thins your skin. Is it worth it? You're saying yes, queen. One
2: hundred. Yeah. Because actually it does the opposite. It thickens your skin. <gasps> it stimulates collagen, and so it's thickening your skin. I, I don't know where that myth or rumor came from i feel like i've heard that too it's like it's really over, annoying yeah okay good to know I <laughs> yeah mean, it's I've not stopped. true
1: i need to get one yeah i'm like ashamed I that i host no, a stop, beauty don't podcast be ashamed. And i don't have a retinoid oh, in my reg please.
2: well you know we're gonna have to look into like cruelty free ones because i know that you're into that so yeah yeah we'll have to look into that but yeah definitely retinoid for everybody <laughs> good to unless know. you're pregnant don't do it
1: what's the difference between retin a and retinoid
2: So there, okay, so retinoid is the umbrella term for all types of retin A. retinol. So in order it goes, retinol is the weakest. That's Mm -hmm. what you get over the counter. Um, And then it goes up to retinaldehyde, which you can also get over the counter, but it's hard to find a stable form. And then it goes up to, um, adapalene is a retinoid, which is different which now you can okay, get yeah. the counter, which mm-hmm. is cool. And then it goes up to retin-A, which is tretinoin, and that is like the OG. Oh, yeah. So I that's... remember
1: seeing the commercials in high school. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's still around. It's a great thing, but... Not everybody's skin tolerates it, so it's not for everybody, yeah, but it's a it, great thing. Because
1: you can you you have to work on implementing it into your exactly. regimen because you can peel the shit out of your yeah, face. Yeah, you can yeah. be like a
2: walking cornflake. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to really um, start slow. Right. Don't lather it in. I always say start like two days a week. Right. Like a Monday and a Thursday, and then gradually, like maybe a couple weeks later, bump it up to every other night. And then maybe nightly. Some people can't tolerate it nightly. And if you can't, then... Maybe we should switch you to a different retinoid And then the last one is tazarotene, which is the strongest prescription-strength retinoid which very rarely does anybody need that. It's for, like, severe acne. Can I have that? <laughs> we can get just to some kidding that,
1: <laughs> okay the next question is tara what is the worst thing aside from not wearing sunscreen that people do to their skin every day i thought this was a fascinating question so thank you tara yeah is the worst thing not question. wearing sunscreen
2: i think that is the worst yeah. well no it's tanning oh right tanning tanning which, which, which we're both guilty of from oh, way back God. when it's so damn you britney bad. spears
0: <laughs> damn you in that tan stomach and
1: the slave for you video damn you I, I just wanted to look like christina from the dirty video damn it
2: self-tanner right no but i, I feel know like it's...
1: i would like to think that people are tanning less it was a big trend kind of in yeah. our i mean you're younger than me i think but
2: but you yeah, know no it, it was but i think it's going down i, I don't, don't like know, to But think. the thing is like we're in california That's what I'm saying. So i don't know if it's different because i'm from the east coast right I think they should be banned. Yeah, Um,
1: that's how that's how criminal it is. Yeah, it's
2: literally a carcinogen. You're literally cooking yourself. I found melanoma on women's calves from, and they've all told me that they use tanning beds.
1: (gasps) I need you to do that check where you check my whole body. Yeah, we talked about that.
2: Yes, I'm nervous.
1: (laughs) I had I had Doctor Fitzgerald look at my little mole on my chest, and she said it's fine. That was
2: a long time ago, though, right? So we should check or no?
1: You yeah, I mean it was. I haven't done one yet
2: oh you haven't done no a full skin you check? told me
1: I need to do oh, yeah you, one, need to. I, you know I'm prudish so I don't like people looking at me Aww. so I'm just ashamed you know No,
2: there's nothing to be ashamed I of. know you're a do- you're, see it you're all. in the medical
1: field <laughs> I know but you know it's just hard for me
2: everybody yeah if you are fair or you've if you've tanned like more than even just a few times you need to go get a skin check Ugh. yeah so
1: tanning. Tanning, sunscreen not, wearing, not sunscreen, wearing sunscreen anything else
2: um i mean just being like over overly rough with your skin like too many physical exfoliants so people use like the apricot scrub or other scrubs mm-hmm. that are way too harsh don't do that um yeah you want to treat your skin like a baby's bottom you Beautiful. still want to exfoliate but you don't want to go too aggressive with right it. i don't know that's a tough question though yeah i think the sun thing is the worst yeah
1: We'll get into that because yeah. there's an exfoliation question coming up. Okay. Okay. We talked about this on the last—oh, no, we I don't think we did get into this. This is a question from Samin, and I got this question a lot. And I also <laughs> want to say I had a sorority sister named Samin who was beautiful, and I loved her. So Aww. shout out, Samin. <laughs> this isn't my sorority sister, but great name. What's the best treatment for acne scarring that's not a million-dollar stack emoji? She put a dollar stack emoji. Or a topical <laughs> I could be trying if I can't afford a treatment. A lot of people out there have acne scars, and yeah. my heart goes out to you, I'm so— Lucky I didn't get any scars. I'm so lucky because it's a hard egg to crack. It is.
2: Acne scarring is a lot harder to treat than acne. Um, And that's another reason we say don't pick at your acne. Because you can scar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think – Right now, my favorite treatment is microneedling, mm-hmm. microneedling with PRP. Um, it's super safe. There's very little downtime. You're read for like three days. It does take a series of treatments, and it is kind of pricey. So like for a package of four, um, I forget the exact price, but it is over $1,000. Oh. Um, and I wouldn't even bother in just getting one treatment. Right. I would definitely invest in getting a series. But if you want to save money and, and do something at home um, – back to the retinoid. Mm-hmm. Retinoids help with acne scarring, especially if they're a lot stronger. So you want to get on like a prescription strength retinoid. You can get from your primary or your dermatologist. You need a prescription. Um, and if they're old scars, uh, you know, it might not do too much. But if they're newer scars, yes, yeah, start on that retinoid ASAP. Plus it's preventative and anti-aging. So um, those are the best things. And then I mean, you could dabble in at-home microneedling. I just – I don't know if it's even worth it.
1: If they're, like, really, like, deep and they've Mm -hmm. been there a long time and you're starting to get to the point where maybe you have a little money and you want to fix it, I mean, do people fill them in with filler? I feel like I've – I mean – Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, some people do. I personally don't. Um, I don't know. I'd have to ask – dr samulitis and my co brianna if they do but yeah, yeah some people will fill them yeah um, i'm talking
1: when they're really deep
2: yeah i mean i'm telling you my
1: heart goes out
2: it sucks because it's hard
1: wearing it's like you wear acne on your face and yep. you can't escape it and it's yeah. so upsetting and then yep. you cure it and then you're left with these battle wounds yeah. of what you went through and they're so
2: hard to hide i know it's tough so filler yeah that's a temporary option um I also do TCA cross for the really deep ones, which is like where we put a really strong – chemical peel on a toothpick and I put that toothpick wow. into the scar and it basically creates like a scar within the scar to help close it up. Wow, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen
1: results with that? Yes, yeah. I have. It's wow. amazing. Very I've actually cool.
2: closed like old piercings with that, like lip piercing. Oh my god, I want you to yeah. do my
1: belly button. I have the <laughs> mid 2000s belly hole <laughs> that we all have.
2: Depending on how big it is, yeah. We oh could my god,
1: I want to do it. I try. It bothers me. I mean, not that yeah, many people see it. my belly, but it is like you can clock somebody based on their age if they've got that whole be like you're 33 cool you know because we all had this uh interesting that's really cool yeah. okay this question is from kj i also got this question a lot is there anything that actually works for shrinking pores uh
0: uh-huh.
1: what if we have big old i'm talking the grand canyon on your nose and i've yeah. seen them on me i've seen them on other people i'm telling you hgtv is unkind no. is there any product or treatment that we can do
2: uh, yeah, it's pores are hard. Yeah. Uh, they're really tough. So it's going to be uh, just like a mix of a couple things. Again, retinoid. Um, glycolic and salicylic acid are good. So if you use like they make glycolic salicylic acid pads, mm-hmm. like melanin gets has... Glycolic acid pads, which are great. Um, and then getting facials routinely to get all that gunk out is really good. And then uh, microneedling, too, does help with pore size. It helps to tighten them up.
1: It sounds like microneedling is basically the veritable cure-all.
2: Yeah, because it's If you're sad from a breakup,
1: <laughs> derm- micro-roll, baby, okay? You got fired from work?
2: <laughs> Microneedle. Microneedle, babe.
1: <laughs> The world's gonna end because of global warming. <laughs> Microderm, baby. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's so true. Wait, is micro needling and dermo d- derm oh, rollers a brand, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so
2: Derma roller is an at-home brand.
1: Got it. Yeah, micro needle. Micro needle. Yes. Okay, micro needle. <laughs> you lose your house, micro needle. Okay. Uh, this question is from Jen. This is for my over 40 honeys out there, which, bless y'all, I got a good amount of y'all. Uh, I just turned 50. What I noticed more than wrinkles is sagginess, particularly around the mouth. Yeah. I'm too scared to get injectables. Do I have other options? So, <laughs> it
2: starts, you know, we get a little saggy face. Yeah, we do. Some people sag, some people sink. some Let me people, guess. Everybody is different.
1: Micro-needling? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I had a
2: feeling. PRP. okay. PRP, add that in there, because... That is a tough thing yeah. to address. And it the happens. It's so hard. Yeah. It's because like all of our fat pads are falling, and the ligaments and our, like everything in our face is just kind of starting to fall right. thanks to gravity and genetics. And there's not much you can do to tack it back up. Um, what if we, we start that? sleeping upside down? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like a bat. What oh if I God. install a little perch in my home and I sleep upside down It's just going it?
2: to make it worse. <laughs> well, I figured it was start to go the gonna... other
1: way, you know? I start to make my things go up, oh, so maybe it'll even it out. No? I don't I know. Maybe up try it, down.
2: Jen. Oh, wait. No, that's true. No, it'll probably sag the other way then. Right. I don't know. That would be an interesting that's, look. Yeah, try to sleep on your back, though. That's a good Good point.
1: I've trained myself to sleep on my back That's amazing. I'm because I'm amazing <laughs> My friend Lauren Adams, shout out Lauren Adams, taught me to do that.
2: Yeah, it's really good because the side you sleep on will lose more volume and <gasps> collagen. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. It's it's hard out it's there. Hard. It's this a hard. This world is harsh. <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> okay.
1: Let's talk pregnancy. Woo. This question is from Jackie with an I. Shout out to the Jackies. <laughs> pregnancy. I know retinol is off the table, but beyond that, I'm pretty unclear. And my midwife doesn't even know what glycolic acid is. So shrug emoji. So because you're pregnant. Yeah. And you know, honeys are procreating all over the world. So I thought this <laughs> would be a fun question. Just run through. Some treatments we can and can't do if we got a bun in the oven.
2: Right. So product-wise, yes, she's right. Definitely don't want to do a retinoid. Glycolic acid is kind of on the fence. Some people Mm -hmm. are cool with it. Other people are not. So myself personally, I'm okay with you using a glycolic acid at home. Not a salicylic acid, though. So make sure your glycolic acid doesn't have salicylic acid in it. That's a good, nice exfoliating product you can use when you're pregnant. Another, the best one, um, if you want to be super safe, is azelaic acid, which doesn't get a lot of attention. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, it's a lot more mild, uh, but it's also an exfoliant um, and it helps to brighten the skin, especially people with like old um, red marks from acne or hyperpigmentation. It's also good for regular acne and rosacea. So uh, that's what I'm using right now. Um, I got mine from the Ordinary line, which is super cheap. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: somebody asked me about that.
2: I don't think I sent you that question because
1: I had oh. so many, but somebody said, What does she think of the Ordinary? That's cool uh-huh. that you approve because yeah. it
2: is. It's so damn cheap. It's super cheap. So, I mean, the ingredients are good. I been using it for like over a month now and it's been fine it's not as potent as my treasured retinoid so unfortunately I have been dealing with some breakouts so you might notice that you'll have a few little breakouts with your pregnancy, if you're acne prone. Not everybody, but most people. Uh, well, you
1: kind of don't know what could happen to yeah, you because sensitivities you come from everywhere. That you it's never know. like true. acid reflux. I know a lot of mm-hmm. uh, people get that, or you get um, headaches, or yeah. you get you know, who it's knows? super
2: random. You have no idea. You have yeah. no control yes. over your body. At, yeah,
1: at this it's not point. yours anymore. <laughs> no, it's
2: not. You're just a hose. Yes. So, but yeah, the or- ordinary line that has like acid is great. I would recommend that for sure. And then in terms of, like, other treatments, can you microneedle while pregnant? You can. You just have to be careful about what type of numbing you do because we always put topical numbing on before microneedling. So at our office, we have one that's not pregnancy safe. So I'm going to try to do it without numbing and (gasps) see what happens. (laughs) You're you're hardcore. I know. We'll see. I have zero pain tolerance, though. So So no PRP while pregnant. You can do PRP. You can? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. But you can't do um, filler Botox. Yeah. I miss my Botox. You can't do um, certain chemical peels, most chemical peels. And is
1: that all just due to sensitivity? It's not that, like, well, the baby will be poisoned by Botox? It's just we, like...
2: Yeah. We just don't know. Nobody right. does studies on pregnant women because that would be kind of inhumane. Oh, right. So yeah. So yeah. we don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was... <laughs> Pregnant when I did my last <laughs> Botox, and I didn't know I was yet. And I was like, "Yes, I got it in." <laughs> the baby will come out So died. cute.
1: I'm just kidding.
2: But no, women, that's happened so many times. Right, babies are fine. Not that I'm encouraging it. Yes. I do not. But just tra- forgive
1: yourself. Exactly. I have friends who got high and like hooked up with their husbands, <laughs> and then they get pregnant. and They're like, "Oh my god, what have I done? My baby's gonna be addicted to drugs." Right. It's like, no, it's okay. Like you know, it's totally fine. Right. Yeah. So you go to a concert, you have a couple beers. Right. You Go home. Yep, <laughs> go in hot tub. Yeah. I did that
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, Life I'm telling fine. you.
1: Okay, it's good totally to know. Fine. Good, because you know, everybody got to be safe out there. Watch yes. those babies. Yes. This question. Oh, should I do a break real quick? Let's take a break, and then we will keep asking questions for Lena. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, we're back.
1: This question is from Miss Lau. This is a question about rosacea. Rosacea, what not to use? Also, validity of giving up coffee, etc. Also, I got a lot of questions about rosacea, how to oh. keep it at bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What do we do? What is rosacea, yeah, first of all? Yeah, so
2: for rosacea, we don't really know why it happens. There's, it's It's kind of like acne, but it's not acne. It's like you get these... There's different types of rosacea. So the most common type she's probably talking about is um, where you get like little pimples. Um, Some have pus, some don't. And it's usually like on your nose, your mid cheeks. It's not the same distribution as acne. And it's not the same cause. So in rosacea, it's more of like a sensitivity to things. Like your skin is so super sensitive that you break out in this rosacea. That's what happened to me on my cheek. Oh, really? Yeah. It, oh.
1: it It happened the beginning of the year, and then it's happened a couple times, and then uh, yeah. they put me on something.
2: Yeah. At so uh, like Dr. Different... Fitzgerald. And then, okay.
1: But it was because I think I was using too much crazy shit on my face. Yeah,
2: you have to limit. When you have rosacea, you can't use, like, all the fun stuff. Yeah. So you and... really have to, like... Play with it before you try it and just add one thing to your regimen at a time. So I really like super bland, non-fun lines like the Vanny Cream line is great for rosacea patients. I and know it's, that. Oh, you Fanny do? Cream, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's just like it, – it's, it's sort of boring, like Cetaphil. It's just like exactly. plain, no scent. No formaldehyde, no, no dyes, exactly. Yeah. So they have like a cleanser. They have a – Moisturizers, so that's a good line. And then, like, there's prescriptions too that you can get on board with. Um, and then avoiding triggers. So, like, for some people, we we know the sun is a trigger for everybody with rosacea. So, find a non-chemical sunscreen, something that's um, zinc or titanium based. Get that on every day. I do you have um, one you like? I have a couple. I really love the one by Skin Medica. It's tinted. Um, And the one by Facile. It's also tinted, and they're both chemical-free. Love those. Uh, Those are my two top favorites, yeah. So get on board with one of those every single day because the sun for sure will flare you. Yeah. Um, And then first, everybody else, your trigger factors could range from hot... Foods to spicy things to caffeine, um, so you really have to just kind of monitor. So for this person in particular, she's asking about coffee. So if she doesn't notice that she flares with it, then go ahead and drink your coffee or try switching to an iced coffee and see if that works for you. Uh, but yeah, it's really about kind of like listening to your skin and and figuring out. Maybe even like keep a journal. As far as, like, what your triggers are. And you have to just really be in tune with your skin when you have rosacea.
1: I mean, I haven't had my little patch flare up in a long time now. Good. (laughs) But I think I was just using too much stuff. Yeah. It's just hard because I'm scent stuff and I want to, you know, pour acid on my face every day and I can't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This question's really exciting. And uh, I think this will be very relatable to a lot of the honeys listening that aren't in Los Angeles. It's from Cora. So I'm from Maine where injectables and other cosmetic surgeries are not in vogue and basically unheard of. I do really want to get a subtle lip filler on my upper lip one day. How will I know if the doctor I go to isn't going to fuck it up? In other words, (laughs) what red flags might tip me off that I'm not in good hands and about to be ripped off? And are lip fillers a totally reversible procedure? Piggybacked from a question Amanda asked, Is it true that if you get lip fillers, your lip shape will permanently be altered if you go back to Anatoral? Okay. I can just personally answer a little bit of this. When you walk in, if they start telling you all these things wrong with yourself and upcharging you and saying, you know, while I'm there, why don't you do your lips, too? Why don't you do your chin? Or why don't you do this? You, you know, I see that scar. I could do this. They're scamming you and they're making you feel insecure, playing to those insecurities and trying to raise the money and make you pay more. If you get a weird right. vibe, don't do it. Yep. Don't do it. Yep. So that's from my side as a patient. Awesome. Um,
2: yeah, it's, it's about the vibe. Um, you'll pick up on it. Like she was saying, if they're trying to upsell you or pointing out your flaws, that's something that is just inappropriate. Yeah. No one should do that. I mean, you, if, I don't know, we're there to help you. We're not there to point out. Things to make you feel bad about but, yourself, but so. they do
1: it. I mean, I have I, I have a lot of I do live in L. A. and I have a lot of actress friends and a lot of people have had work done on certain things. I've had friends, a lot of friends have had nose jobs, a lot of friends have had breast implants. I've had a lot of things, you know, right? I have friends that went in for a consult on their nose, and the doctor said, you know, you could use a chin implant too. Really? Or, I could do your tits while I'm there. I mean, oh it, my God. but but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's weird. The ethical yeah. code can be compromised. Mm-hmm. So if they start. Pointing things out or, you know, trying to buy, get you to buy more things, right. I wouldn't trust them. Yeah. Instantly I would be like, nope. Right. As someone who's been through that and got duped. Right. Right right as an insecure woman about to get married
2: <laughs> oh no, that's How dare that's you? <laughs> no but you know that's lesson terrible. learned but
1: lesson learned lesson yes. learned you know i'm i'm a really i'm not conversational, and i've been right. working on being more assertive and that's like good. less caring fuck politeness as they say yeah you know just being yeah. like no i'm you not interested to look out
2: for yourself yes. it's important um but in terms of
1: like medically yeah it, 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 certain things you know um i know like certain places will like reuse oh, used bottles of filler or oh, open dirty old bottles of injectables gross. and like I've heard stories about you know you want them you want to see the product you want to watch them open it things like right, that is there right. anything like that you could yeah kind of... I
2: mean you could ask for them to open the product or mix it in front of you um, just make sure that whoever you're seeing is board certified mm-hmm. and, and that they are certified to be doing what they're doing because that's a whole other um, thing is, yes. there's
1: med spot I'm not lying to you. I was at the damn DMV, and they're popping Botox in the oh corner. I mean, I mean, I'm mean, i joking. But no. in L.A., you can get Botox it, no, anywhere. Yeah. While know. you're getting your tires rotated, I they got them know. at the damn Jiffy Lube. <laughs> I mean, it's
2: everywhere here. It's, and it's worse in the U.K. and, and other areas where yeah. they're just having anybody who's not even medically trained to handle complications doing it. So yeah. another thing, if you're looking for lip fillers... Brought up a good point about it being reversible. Ask them if they have the reversing agent on hand. That's something important. God forbid something goes wrong. You want them to have that on hand to be prepared to handle that. Um, And also... Ask to see their portfolio if they have right. a portfolio before and afters. Still not a guarantee that you're going to have a good result, but um, I think that gives you a little more comfort. And just bring all your questions. Ask a million questions, and <clears throat> and you should feel comfortable with your provider. If you get, like, a weird vibe, then just say thank you um, and then go and get another opinion right? and move on. So, yeah, you should feel 100 percent comfortable. Or think about it, do some research. And, and and yeah, it's really about doing your research. I think the more you research, the more comfortable you'll be. Um and asking around. You don't want to shop around for a deal either. Right. So that's that's usually... a huge don't
1: go get the group on
2: yeah.
0: for the strip mall
2: nurse. <laughs> don't get the group on for filler. <laughs> Exactly, because yeah, I mean, I will say at Facile. We we charge a little bit more, uh, but I think it's worth it for the experience. You want to enjoy your experience. It's a beautiful office. Yeah. Well, I I
1: mean, I I told you this, but I had been wanting to do a little filler Mm -hmm. my lip for two years. Yeah, yeah, and I have made calls. My friends, where they go, you know, and I was yeah. on the phone with the person, and I go, mm, I th- I've changed my mind. It just <laughs> didn't feel right, right? Or I didn't like their Instagrams. It just right. looked a little too done for me, right? And you just, I just instantly knew, Aww. and I, your pictures are just so exactly what I wanted, Thank and you, you knew it, and you got it, and you killed it.
2: Thank you. Yeah. See, like you attract your your vibe attracts your yes. tribe. It's so cheesy, oh, that's but cute. But yeah, um, you should vibe with your injector, and like other people say. So you and I do, but like other people aren't going to come to me because I'm a little bit too natural, right. maybe or like.
1: Well, know. I like that you give it to me straight because I, you called me to check on me a few days later, and I was like, "I'm obsessed. I want more." And you go, "You go, bitch. I'm not touching you for six months." I mean, you obviously didn't say that. You're a nice, kind woman with a very sweet disposition, but you were like, "Um, no." You're like, "No." Yeah, I'll not. say.
2: I, I say no. Some people can't. They're No. Well, they want money for the money. Are you exactly. kidding? I'm telling you, this laser I away. I. I you know, and some people are trained that way. Right. Because well, they get they're sad. S- and like, oh, I couldn't do that. It's that like selling makes, cars. Makes you cringe. I hate it's it. It's like, oh, this so, is people. Like, these are lives and faces. So like, you can't. Yeah.
1: Cora, yeah. don't go to it, you know. Read Yelps, too. I know Yelp can be rigged. Yeah, yeah. But How just get cool. a vibe. Go to the Instagram accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, and Go in for a consultation. And ask questions and yep. check. Feel your vibe. Trust yourself. You know, yep. women are intuitive. Uh, see yep. what you
2: feel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's keep moving. Okay.
1: I got this question a lot. This does not pertain to me, but Lena does this to people, so... I did get this question a lot. This question is from Renee. Shout out to Renee. Renee, I love you Renee. She's sent me presents and she's a Aww. great listener. So hi Renee. She wanted to ask about double chins. Mm. There's mm-hmm. cool sculpting which I feel there are billboards for that everywhere. I know. It's like the <laughs> next, you know, it's like getting a damn latte in yeah. LA. <laughs> and then there's Kybella. Yeah. Um tell us what those are and kind of, you know, if somebody comes in wanting to help with a double chin situation, mm-hmm. what would you recommend and the differences between those two?
2: Yes. Yeah, so Cool sculpting works to literally freeze your fat cells. And when those fat cells freeze, then your body um, absorbs them and just just gets rid of them. Um, And it usually does take... A couple sessions with sculpting. We don't offer that, so I'm not 100% yeah. familiar with it. I haven't had um, anybody
1: I know have a result from it.
2: Yeah. I, but it's, it's also, so- like I
1: said, in L.A., everyone's doing it on right, the street corners, right. you know, charging a dollar on Groupon for it. So who knows? It, it's,
2: <laughs> it's expensive. Though. Yeah. I mean, all these treatments are. But um, the only catch is, like, if you're double chin or fat under wherever you're treating doesn't fit into the applicator piece. Like if you have too little, it's not going to work for you.
1: But for, so you do Kybella though, right? Yeah, I do Okay, so tell us what that is.
2: So Kybella is um, kind of a newer injectable treatment that also disintegrates fat cells. And it's interesting, they derive this liquid from the gallbladder. So our gallbladders produce substance that breaks down fat that we eat. So they're like, oh, let's use this (laughs) in other parts of the body to just like destroy our own fat cells. And it works. The thing is, it's a journey. So Kybella is not like a quick fix once and done. It's not like Botox. Um, It's We inject it and for about two weeks, you'll be pretty darn swollen. So it's almost like you look like a bullfrog for two weeks. Fun, um, yeah. So <laughs> you're bruising, you'll be sore, Awesome. numb, <laughs> yeah. This is what I tell everybody yeah. because it's—it it sounds hurts. like a magic. Yeah, it does it hurt. Hurts. I've heard it's that, achy yeah. when you do it, um, and then. About two weeks after that, those first two weeks, you'll still notice you're swollen. Other people won't. So you're swollen for like an entire month, essentially. And then it takes a series. So you usually need to do like two or three sessions separated by like six to eight weeks or however long. And um, so it's expensive, and it does add up to be, uh, you know, about the same cost of probably, like, liposuction in right. that area. So it's just for people who don't want to get surgery, who are, like, dead set against getting any sort of surgical procedure. Uh, but just know that it is a journey, and it takes a while and for it to work. there's and, some
1: suffering involved in Yeah, a little it's bit of quick suffering. <laughs> it's yeah. not a
2: quick fix. Also, weirdly, they— um, It's on back order right now. So, like, it's the supply is very limited. So I'm not doing new Kybella patients right now just because the supply is limited. I'm just finishing up um, who I'm treating right now. And we don't know when it's going to come back or when the supplier is going to start making it again. So we have no idea. How interesting. It is really interesting. So that, um, if you were really looking to do it i would probably do it soon in case it doesn't come back right i mean it should be coming back they say it is but who knows yeah i know it's
1: just a hot hot treatment it is (laughs) this question is from mary and i hope you can answer this because (laughs) this this is a big trend right now does edible collagen supplements Mm. actually do anything for your skin or is it only injectable collagen that counts it seems to be a big trend and i would love a definitive answer
2: yeah, so edible collagen—it's kind of interesting. Um, scientific evidence doesn't show much support for it really making yeah. an effect on your skin, but it can help your gut health and your joint health. Um, and can it help your like nails and nails and hair um, grow? Maybe. I'm not sure, actually. Yeah. It's a good question, but that's not something that I recommend when people ask about hair and nails. Um, but I have a couple people who are taking collagen, and they swear by it. And so if it's not going to hurt you. If you want to try it and you notice a result, then great, go for it. But it's not something that I recommend. And also, we don't really inject collagen anymore. They used to back in the day. But um, now we just try to stimulate your own collagen at the source, which with, again, back to micronutrient PRP. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. It's... I, I know.
1: was hoping you would say it's complete bullshit and stop drinking it because I hate it as a vegan.
2: Uh, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I feel. It is kind of BS. But I... I don't want to put down the people who swear by it right, because I do 100%. have people who, like, are obsessed and they're like, oh, this is amazing. So I'm like, OK, fine, go for it. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you. Yes, that makes <laughs> sense. I hear that. Yeah.
1: Um, OK, this question is from Jade. Ideal exfoliation regimen. How many times per week, physical and chemical? Uh-huh. So this is probably different for everybody. But like we were talking about earlier with the rosacea, you know, yeah. if we love skincare, I don't want to overstrip. So is yeah. there an ideal exfoliation
2: you know, amount we should be doing. Yeah, it really depends on your product you're doing and... Yeah, because there's so many exfoliators. So when it comes to retinoids, that's an exfoliant you can do every day because technically it's teaching your skin cells to go at a faster pace. And that's why you get flaky in the beginning. And then your skin cells just know to keep up with that pace. So it is technically an exfoliant, but you can do it every night once your skin adjusts to it. Um, So that's fine. But when it comes to glycolic acids, salicylic acids, all the acids, um, you have to listen to your skin and everybody's skin is so different like if you're super oily you have tough thick skin you could probably get away with doing an acid every day but other people like myself or, or people who have rosacea are just more sensitive like once a week if that you know it's it's really about listening to your skin um, and then I the, so those are the chemical exfoliants Physical exfoliators, I'm not as big of a fan mm-hmm. of, to be honest. Um, so like Clarisonic brushes, the scrubby bead washes, that type of thing. They're really not as effective. Um, and I only like those for people who don't have problematic skin whatsoever. Like people with good, normal skin who just love their Clarisonic, go for it. But if you have acne or rosacea, I'm not a huge fan. Um and like the scrubby bead washes like i don't really see a, the point in them yeah yeah from
1: a from a professional standpoint yeah 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 interesting i don't know i feel like scrubs are out i don't like the apricot, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't like. I haven't used no. that crap in years, yeah. but people love it. I well, I see beautiful people at the grocery store, and I go, "What I are know. you using?" They always say, "I
2: use that four dollar <laughs> apricot
1: scrub from CVS," and I just oh, want to go, "Fuck it's you!" So
2: funny. You know why? Because those are the people who just naturally yes, have exactly. perfect. Exactly. skin. Exactly. They're and not so, working
1: for this. Right.
2: Right. So that's it's so true. People with perfect, naturally perfect skin. I always using like the weirdest. I go to McDonald's and I get fries and I rub them all over my face (laughs) and then I wallow
1: in the salt all night (laughs) and I look really good. I'm like, good for you, good for you. (laughs) Is there a non-surgical procedure to lift eyelids? Marcy asked me that.
2: So. Yes. Um, I like to do Botox. If you're not super duper saggy, um, we can do like a little lift. I've had pretty good results with that. And then now some people are doing thread lifts too oh, to help lift the eyebrows. I
1: want to do that. Yeah. Not to my eyelid, but I heard that the Hadid sisters have, oh, yeah. have strings in their cheeks <laughs> and it makes their cheeks like... <laughs> I'm a model. And I don't know if that's yeah. true. I don't want to spread rumors, but I, I they're doing no all this string stuff now. Yes. Yeah, so what the, the hell the is reds. that? I
2: know. That's... Is that in America? Do we have that it here? It is. Yeah, we do. We're actually starting to offer it at seal <gasps> I know. I want it. So I don't do this.
1: Those... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where I need it. I just want it. This the... woman I met on set the other day had her uh-huh. top lip stringed oh, to really? make her lip have a little
2: pop. Oh, that's awesome.
1: And it looked really cute. Good. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. It's, for some people, I've seen amazing results. It's usually with the deeper threads that are kind of barbed. So they tell go us, down to what like, is
1: that? What, what, what are we talking about it's here? It's
2: basically like suture material mm-hmm. that we are threading into your skin, and it kind of tacks things up and stimulates collagen. <laughs> this
1: <is> insane. And insane. <laughs> what have we gotten to? <laughs> We're putting down threads know. in our face. I'm ta- but you know what? It's crazy. I'm here for it, honestly.
2: I mean, it's cool because it's very safe. Um, right, it's very safe, and and it works for some people. Though the result hasn't been like a big wow right. for me, and so that's why I'm still kind of like dipping my toes into it. It's definitely new, right? So, but yeah, for some people, it works wonders. I mean,
1: look at the look at Bella and Gigi Hadid. I look know. at those shakes.
2: I know. Look got those strings in the cheeks. Ugh. I want her cheeks.
1: Well, get some strings in there, Lena. (laughs) Pull some some strings. I don't know if that's true. By the way, I don't know if that's true. I don't don't even remember who told me that. We don't know,
2: but we're speculating. Right. It could be.
1: All right. Well, once again, we're out of time. (laughs) (laughs) We have to get out of here. Oh, well, we have two minutes. Do you have a couple favorite items you haven't mentioned yet? In oh, terms of skincare, yes. Yes,
2: so I'm obsessed. I brought a couple with the Blue Tansy Mask by Herbivore. <gasps> super great. That's a popular a, mask here on Attribute. Oh, awesome. Yes. It's super gentle. It's mild, but it works to exfoliate. It's a chemical exfoliant with, like, all clean ingredients, so I love that. I like that brand, too. Um, and then, again, the Ordinary azolic Acid. I, that's what I'm using. The, How was it
1: called one more time? It's called...
2: Azelaic acid, Azelaic
1: acid by
2: The, the ordinary. ordinary. And how much is that, like $10? Yeah, something like yeah. that. With shipping, it goes up, but it's still it's super cheap yeah. compared to others. I mean, you can get a prescription for it, too, but why bother? Um, and then I like over-the-counter for when I wasn't pregnant, Differin mm-hmm. actually was working really well for me. And then, oh— Sunscreen. So yes. this one does have a little bit of chemical in it, but it's the lightest sunscreen I've been able to find. It's the Elta MD UV Clear SPF, so some people swear by that. I'm obsessed with it. It's Rebecca, my producer,
1: is doing her Arsenio Hall hands. <laughs> oh, wait, no. This is Arsenio. <laughs> 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 What's this? Raise the roof. Rebecca was raising the roof. It's okay. so
2: good. Yeah. It's the best. I love it. And then... um, the IS Clinical Cleanser, I really like. And then, I think you, I think I
1: have that. Oh, do you? Is that the? One? I feel like it's y'all like, gave that to me.
2: It's blue. Maybe, Maybe we gave you our, I don't know.
1: It's in a white. It's oh. the one that you Instagrammed. It's like a...
2: Is it the Aven Foamy yes, one? Yes, yes. Oh, I love that one too. Yeah. That's like a good, mild one that makes you feel really squeaky clean. And what's like. that
1: called for everybody? It's the
2: Aven Foaming Cleanser. Okay. Yes.
1: And then what's the one you just said?
2: Oh, the IS Clinical Cleanser. (laughs) Um, That one is a chemical exfoliant, but it's actually, they claim it's pregnancy safe. So that's a nice option for pregnant women too.
1: At the end of the day, Lena, tell us your whole regimen.
2: Okay, so right now, right,
1: your pregnant regimen.
2: Yeah, my pregnant regimen. Pregnant regimen. I <laughs> alternate between the L.T.M.D. foaming cleanser, mm-hmm. the Avene foaming cleanser, and Cerave foaming cleanser, okay. depending on how my skin's feeling that day. Okay. And then um, in the morning, I'll apply the Easy C by Facil, and then I put on um, no toner, huh? I don't tone. Interesting. No. Yeah, Interesting. I don't. Is toning tone. bullshit? Um, I think it is, but some people <gasps> swear by it. Oh my god!
1: Oh my god!
2: <laughs> I know. Oh. I know. <laughs> but if oh. you like toning, go for it. Yeah, I, my esthetician would disagree, our esthetician would disagree with me. Yeah, but um, well, you went to med school, damn it. I mean, I mean if they're saying no toner. But they know they know the skin right. too. Same. Okay. Just make sure it doesn't have alcohol in it. Right. Please. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no toner. I just put on my vitamin C. And then actually my CC cream has SPF in it. So I'll just do that and then sunscreen the L T M D on whatever else, like my chest, my arms. Um, so that's morning. And yeah. then nighttime, I wash again, alternate those cleansers or the IS Clinical Cleanser for more exfoliation. And depending on if I'm breaking out, I'll do the Blue Tansy Mask if I need an extra boost to my skin um and then right now i just glob on that azelaic acid by the ordinary mm-hmm. line and then i moisturize on top so i really love the ha5 moisturizer by skin medica a cheaper alternative is the neutrogena hydro boost oh wow moisturizer, the gel is yeah. that a gel yeah it's kind of well it's like a creamy gel okay
1: because i've always heard heard gels are for uh, oily skin I don't know if no, that's true. this it's one marketing. is not
2: like a true gel. Oh, okay. It's more of like a cream gel. Um, How
1: much is the expensive one? You
2: said I think it's like one fifty. I'm, like so I'm here for an expensive cream. It's I'm here for it's cream is my
1: whole thing. I'm you know oh, cream I is love. part of my branding. So I will slather on a hundred dollar cream <laughs> it's from amazing. head to toe, honey.
2: It, this one has five different molecular weights of hyaluronic acid, yep, so yep, it yep, just yep. like fills in all the fine yep. lines. Couldn't take that. Yep. 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 Um, and then. Yeah, I think that's good. No serums, no eye creams? No, I I can't. I have eye eczema. Oh. so <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck is that? It's so annoying. I have to like be so cautious with my eyes. I've tried every eye cream and yeah. I still break out. So I right now I'm using the La Roche-Posay Lipicarb Balm mm-hmm. all over my eyes, which is just super hydrating yeah. because I don't want to break out an eczema. And then, um, no, I don't do a serum right now because it's really like serums are just about... Usually they have antioxidants in them or like the fun stuff. And really, I'm just about like medical grade ingredients. So I'm like, if I don't have a retinoid, I'm going to do the azelaic or whatever else. Um, when I wasn't pregnant, I was doing different at nighttime, and that was great. Wow. Yeah.
1: It's so, f- It's there's so many different approaches. I mean, there's, I know. like you said, the medical-grade ingredient versus, like, serums. It's really interesting. I
2: know, and to each their own. That's what's cool about and it. And
1: I will say this, Lena looks so beautiful. Oh, please. I mean, you can clearly <laughs> tell that skin is your passion. Oh,
2: thank you. You're so sweet. And
1: not just because you're pregnant, the glow. You no. met it when you walked in the, the room opposite. when I met you, before there was a bun in that damn oven, okay? So <laughs> She knows what she's talking about.
2: No, no. I am breaking out right now, so thank well, you. That means a lot a, to me. The baby comes this in there. The baby just... is just taking <laughs> Yes. Like you said, you're a
1: husk. <laughs> you're a vessel for a life. It's not your body it's anymore. It's okay. It's, it's fine. Beautiful. I forgive it. It's
2: beautiful. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Why don't we, again, we got to wrap up this episode, tell us where we can find you, where, yes. if you live in the Los Angeles area, if or if you want to fly in, where we can find you and make an appointment with you.
2: So you can call Facile Dermatology and Boutique. We are in Pasadena. I'm in the Pasadena location specifically. We're on South Lake Avenue, right next to Soul Cycle Mercado. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram at lena mattderm.
1: Excellent. And yeah. what's what's Facile's website, if anybody wants to go peruse the options?
2: Um, It should be www.facileskin.com. Um, I'm not 100% sure I should know that. Yes, that but is But the it. link is on my Excellent. Instagram, too. It's or
1: facileskin.com, F-A-C-I-L-E, Perfect. skin. And you can go on there and get the numbers and call, ask for yes. Lena, Make an appointment with her. Thank you. Or the esthetician or...
2: Oh, yeah. They're all great. Check them
1: out. And um, I think once this episode airs, we might do a little Q&A. So if anyone oh, yeah. wants to DM Dr. Lena, she'll be answering questions. We can work that out. Yeah, and that I'll tell everybody great. on my Instagram at Natribute. Perfect. Thank you, Lena, for being Thank here.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I love this. We could. I could literally
1: <laughs> filibuster you and keep you in here all day, but we gotta go. There's somebody who needs my damn booth. So, <laughs> with that in mind, everybody out there, wear your fucking sunscreen. Cream your neck.
2: Yes, please do.
1: Cream your neck and keep your fringe
2: fresh. <laughs> Alright,
1: we gotta get out of
2: here. It's a good show.